With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Football, and uh, 
he turned out to be his better sport. So, yeah, you know, I, I'm not a real big uh, gamer. I know you are. A lot of fans out there are. But I'm anxious to see see what's different about 13 and 12. Well, let me tell you what's different. I'm glad you asked that question. Let me tell you what's different. First of all, it's different because they have this thing they got called the Infinity Engine. And what that means is that players are going to react to what happens around them instead of just going through the, the motions of an animation kind of. So, for instance, if a player runs through a pile, uh, instead of him running right through the pile, he actually his legs would get tripped up on the pile. If you hit a guy head-on, then, you know, you're going to have a head-on collision. And then if you hit him on the side, he'll fall to that side. So it's more of a realistic kind of kind of function of the player versus the player being more robotic or animated. Now he kind of feels like he's really in a in a football game. Listen, my first game for a football game was a little metal football field with the little guys that had the magnets on the bottom and it vibrated. You had no control of which way they went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That that was my first football game. Now it's totally <laughs> well, different. This is, yeah, this is totally different. This is totally okay, different. So, so. so it's none of that vibrating, these guys. No. Instinct, so totally different, huh? It's totally different. Uh, they've also changed the dynasty modes where it can actually include uh, some of the players that you're making everything as well, too. Uh, then, of course, you also get the you, you get the CD announcers now. It is a much better game. I mean, you know, every year Madden gets better and better, but this this game, this year is really a lot better. So I'm looking forward to playing. I haven't played this yet, so anyone out there that's playing to give us a call, 323-927-2906, and let us know how does Madden 13 Infinity Engine really works. I mean, is it a so lot it, better it, or what? It's actually out. Yeah, it's out. It came out uh, midnight last night, or I guess midnight this morning, however you want to look at it. And today's a big day. Today's Madden Day. No, oh, okay. So I'm still Madden. waiting on the NBA game with all the Dream Team. Uh, uh, with yeah, Jordan, I'm, I'm waiting on that one. Yeah, I know you're looking forward to that. But so far, it's getting great reviews. And if you want to find me online, online, I'm easy to find them. The Boss Cross 20. So you can play me online anytime, especially when it comes to Madden. And maybe get a little wavy going as well, too. Let's jump into some uh, sports topics. Let's go ahead and jump into the NFL real quick and talk about a little story that broke out broke out locally for us. And uh, Dez Bryant, of course, as you know, is not going to have an entourage of security personnel, some type of three-man rotation uh, to kind of make sure he stays out of trouble. Now, we've seen Dez around town. Of course, we've had a chance to see him right here in our local community here in DeSoto, of course, in Dallas as well, too. Uh, my one question about this, Royce, what, are your, what is your reaction to hearing about him having this entourage and having these strict rules, these curfews? What, what was your reaction to hearing it initially? Well, I, I'm not surprised. Uh, Jerry finally figured out that Dad, he, he's got a lot of money riding on Dad's brand. And uh, let me first say this. You shouldn't have to put escort on a grown man. Well, we know how these guys are. We know how these athletes are. And uh, to keep Dez in line, I guess that's the best thing for him to do. I understand he has a midnight curfew, no alcohol, uh, no strip clubs. He can go to nightclubs. He had to go to counseling twice a week. 
But uh, that's Jerry's investment. I think Jerry's trying to protect his investment. My understanding is Des Bryant's got to pay for it, right? Yeah, he's got to pay for it because if I, I, if I don't think Jerry pays, can do that. Now, the team pays for it to be some type of salary cap or some type of violation if that happens. So, so yeah, well, he's got to pay for it. But I'm not surprised. Jerry did the same thing with Pac-Man. Of course, now he turned around and fought his security guy. He did it with Tank Johnson. So I'm, I'm really not surprised. But it's a shame that in this day and age that a, a grown man has to be as a security team to watch him 24 hours a day. I mean, that to me is, doesn't say a lot about Dez Bryant. You, what do you think about the whole thing they're saying now that he wanted these guidelines? He kind of I think Jerry wanted those guys. I think I think he had nothing to do with this. Something Jerry came up. Well, he did the same thing to Pac Man. Remember, he had a security detail. Yeah, yeah, security. We saw that turn out. They end up fighting each yeah, other. Yeah, they end up fighting each other. I, and I hope we don't have the same thing with Dead Bryant. But I, I I don't think I could be part of the security team to watch Dead Bryant. He's kind of a hothead. Great player, great skills. Could be a, a, a really a big influence in football. Big. You know, it could be something big in football, but I don't know. I, I, I'm like this, man. You know, he's a grown man. He, you know, he went through college. He went through his youth and all that. You know, you, in a, you had a chance to play professional football, and you know how I many people get a chance to play professional football. They even get chosen to play professional football. You make the team, but you're still acting like you're in high school. Yeah. You know, and and that's the bad thing about you're a grown man. I don't know if he's gonna what's gonna happen with the deal with his mother. I don't. We still don't know the outcome of that. But Jerry is protecting his investment. I don't blame him. I think he gave him eight million dollar signing bonus, so he's already in for eight million. He makes what a million, one point two million a year, something like that. But that's yeah. an investment. That's an investment. Well, David Wells, who uh, he was a former Bears bondsman here in Dallas, he also assisted with several ex-Cowboys in their situations. Of course, we know about those. And he was the guy that had headed up that paid security detail for Pac-Man in 2008. He came out today on the interview on the local station here saying that uh, basically Jerry Jones has been a great support, but this is something they sat down and decided to come up with themselves. Of course, him being in uh, working with Des Bryant, of course, and his attorney, Royce West, a couple of ministers, and they all put this plan together and then gave it to Jerry Jones for him to approve, you know. So to me, you can look at that several different ways. If they felt like they had to come up with a plan, get it to Jerry Jones to get his approval, maybe Jerry was ready to get rid of the guy. You know, may, maybe Jerry was at the point where, like, you know what, I'm not going to put up with this. It didn't work well with Pac-Man. He's not really giving me a – he hasn't given me a full season since he's been here. And we're not going to go in this direction on this ball club. Maybe Jared was ready to cut bait with this guy, and they finally decided, you know what, let's come up with a plan, let's be proactive and get in front of Jared as quick as possible. That's what that says to me. Well, Ronnie, let me ask you a question. You're a Cowboy fan, right? What What, what is it about the Dallas Cowboys? I, and I'm going to start with the book, North Dallas Party. You ever read that book? You know, I've seen, seen the movie. Right. Talking about the Cowboys and back in the 70s. And then, you know, you got Thomas Henderson. You got 
Dwayne Thomas, you got the Michael Irvin, you got the Pac-Man. What is it, and, and you know, Castillo, you know, what is it about Dallas and that these guys act like this or come that is, is it the city? Is it playing for the Cowboys? I mean, what 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 is it that Dallas has always had this trouble with players? It's the city. It's just the city of Dallas, the way Dallas is. I mean, when you're a Cowboy, you, you can do anything you want to. You, you know that. So, you, so, you see, you so, see the guys out. So it's the Wild West mentality about being in Texas. Absolutely. You know, to shoot them up, the, the, the raunchy, the, 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 the bar fights. So that that's what you're saying is, is Dallas period. It's all about being a Dallas Cowboy and being in Dallas. I mean, it, there's no other reason. There's no other explanation. I mean, it happens to all the star players here. You know, if you go out in Dallas and you're a young man in Dallas, you're talented, you're, you're one of the star Cowboys, you're going to get into trouble. And we, you know, we saw that with Tony Dorsett, you know, when he first came to Dallas, you know, and, and, and the guy that had the accident, what was his name? He just recently got it released in jail. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, what is it? Is it the city? Is it the playing for the Cowboys? I mean, we don't see a whole lot of that. We even see it with the Rangers. You know, well, you got to understand it. It doesn't. It doesn't affect everyone, but it just seems like the the. It's just magnified when it happens to someone that plays for a team here locally because the way the media magnifies everything. The media came out with these details of the security detail before even the Cowboys knew what the details were. I don't think it's the media because everything I've stated actually happened. So I'm not, it's not like the media is making this stuff up. But they're you know, making a big deal out of it, though. They're, they're the ones that put it out there for – not just to us locally to see, but for the now, world to see. Yeah, yeah, but Des Bryant put himself in that position. <laughs> His antics put him in the in the media limelight. But with that said, you know, my opinion when I heard about this man, I was just, I, I just, you know, enough is enough. You know, how good does the guy have to be where you have to get him a security detail and give him a chance and make sure he works with these different people and not go to strip clubs. I mean, the guy's 23 years old. He's a great talent. He hasn't given us one full season of, of play. We know he didn't know the playbook the first two years. We know he took plays off because he was out of shape the first two years. And yet we're still going to bank on the fact of what if. What if he gets his act together? What if he's able to put it all together finally? What if he doesn't get tired? What if he learns a playbook? What if he plays a full season? It's about time to cut bait with this guy. I mean, I'm at the point right now as a Cowboy fan, as as an avid Cowboy fan, of, you know what, we'll, we'll move on. We'll, we'll do something different. You know, the way I've seen some of these younger guys play, Dwayne Harris and uh, um, Ogletree, where the other guys have stepped up and played, you know, it's time to move on. It's really time to move on. If you, if you had a babysit a 23-year-old man like a kid, it's not worth it. It's, just, it's simply not worth it. And, and, and think about it. Everywhere he goes now, they're going to see him putting a drink up to his lips, they're going to see him lighting up something, and it's going to be all over the Internet. Someone's going to take right. a picture, send a tweet out, or talk about Dad's being here, Dad's being there. He can't go. Now, anywhere he goes, it's going to be a target. He's going to be a target for something to happen. You're right. He can't go anywhere, uh, any place without being recognized, without somebody, you know, with the days of everybody has a camera, phone, you know, taking the picture, he, like you said, if he's taking a drink, 
you know, and you're absolutely right. The guy has yet to play a whole full season. You know, I, I, how could you put up with such antics? And if I was Jerry, you're absolutely right. I'll cut ties with him because nobody's bigger than the team. And when he becomes a distraction to the team, that's a problem. And you're right, there are some young guys that are just as talented as he is. I've seen him make some great plays, but he's just, to me, uh, an average receiver. You know, he has a lot of potential, but I hadn't yet to see this potential. I hadn't seen it yet. You know, he hadn't played the whole season. I've seen glimmer of good plays or great catches, but, you know, he turns around and does something stupid, you know. So I, I, I'm like you. I cut ties with it. I'm just, I'm just fed up with it. I'm just fed up. I've seen, we've seen this happen time and time again. You know, even, even guys like, you know, you take Michael Irvin for instance. Okay, Michael Irvin got into some of the worst trouble any Cowboy players ever gotten into, especially in terms of a wide receiver. Right? right. Michael Irvin didn't have a security detail. Right. You know, you look at some of the guys you named from, uh, you know, from all those days, the White House days, and and even before right. then. Those guys didn't have a security detail. No, you know, it, 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 so so what makes this guy so special? You got to have a security detail. What made Pac-Man so special to have a security detail? And we knew we knew what Pac-Man was going to bring to the table. He's not even playing in the NFL right now. Right. And 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 Jerry got exactly what he asked for because when you go out and get guys like that, they don't change overnight. You know, they're still the same guy. They're not any different. I, I think you need to do a better. Uh, evaluation of these guys because we knew Dez Bryant had baggage before he came here. Right, right. You it's know, just a bad so situation, it, you know. Right. I just, it, I, just, it, I, just, I just don't, I just don't want to see even a, a young man at 23 now not able to do anything, having to live as a prisoner in his own city. I mean, he plays football for the Dallas Cowboys. Not just play football, but he's one of the stars on the offense. He can't go anywhere now. He can't do anything. He can't even live. Like a twenty-three-year-old, because he's got to he's got to watch himself everywhere he goes, and this, this is not the way it should be anyway, not for anybody. Right. So I mean, really, I, I, I maybe it's in the long run it'll pay off, but you know, you're taking a chance, and like I said, Jerry, for him to go out and do this, and for him to agree to this, something must have been coming down the pipe, because. Uh, you don't see this. Huh? I mean, how many other Cowboys have the same arrangement? I don't think of anybody else. And my understanding is Jay Novotek is supposed to be his mentor. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, he's a great guy. And he, uh, he didn't have any off the field annex. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, as a father and a man, I hope he does work it out. But as a fan, like you, a fan of the game, I'm really kind of tired of it. Yeah, I'm tired of it. And just on a personal note, you know, when when the story broke out before the weekend, you know, you you had a chance to kind of have uh, somewhat of a run-in with them at the barbershop. You didn't see a security detail with him at the time. Well, he just happened to come by, and somebody mentioned he was outside. I didn't really see who I was in the car. He dropped off a nephew or somebody at the barbershop, and I don't know who it was, but everybody wanted to see him. Like you say, he's, he's a recognizable guy now. Everybody knows his face. Everybody knows who he is. So you're absolutely right. He's not going to be able to do a whole lot in the city of Dallas without being noticed. No, so, it's uh, impossible. And, you know, 
people would love to get his pitch out on Twitter, uh, TMZ, you yeah. know. So he's, he really has a target on his back. Well, I want to tell all the sports fans that are listening, you know, since we are a fan-related type company, you know, we put the fan first. I want to challenge everyone out there in Dallas that's listening. If you, we're going to do spot Dez Bryant, okay? So if you spot Dez Bryant, kind of like a Where's Waldo type thing. Okay. Spot <laughs> Dez Bryant, take a picture, send it to us, and we'll post it on the website. And, and you know what, Ronnie? He's getting escorted to and from practice. I know it's ridiculous. I mean, it's it's just like you're not going to work. Do you need a chaperone to take you to work and home? That's your job. That's your you job, have, right? That's the one place to be escorted to work from. Right, you shouldn't be escorted to it from work. No, yeah. I don't believe so. I don't believe so. So we're going to do a spot days, a words days. We'll give you guys an update every week on words days, Brian. When we find a will. Take a picture, we'll send it in and put post on the website. Again, if you if you find Dez Bryant, take a picture of him, send it to us, rfsportsradio at gmail dot com, or go to our website and upload the picture so we can we can keep a track of Dez, so we can kind of keep him out of trouble a little bit. See if we can help the cause. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about Ben Shell. We'll get some more NFL stuff and also preview college football. Getting ready to kick off here shortly. You're tuned in to Sports Talk from a Fan's Perspective, RF Sports Radio, rfsportsradio.com. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. This matter on advice council will not make any statements at this time. Did a family disagreement occur? Yes. Did Des Bryant commit family violence against his mother? No. We're here today to show that they do love and support each other, just as they did before this incident a week ago. But like all families, all families, the Bryants have disagreements. Mr. Bryant and his family understand the serious nature, as we all do, of family violence. They believe that when all of the facts are reviewed, all of the facts are reviewed, Mr. Bryant will be cleared of any allegations of family violence. Angela Bryant does not want charges filed against her son. Des and his mother believes the, families, uh, the, family, the family does in fact matter and that they can work together to counseling to deal with family issues. Welcome back to RF Sports Radio Show. As you guys just heard a little bit of Lawrence West talking about Dez Bryant right after the incident with his mom, the domestic dispute. We bring back on the program Mr. Royce, Richard Royce. Welcome back. Got to talking about Dez and his trouble. Of course, we got into a little bit about Madden 13 and the excitement around the globe for Madden 13 to come out. Let's talk about another football player, but this player... You know, is not in the league right now. Vince Young was cut from the Buffalo Bills uh, this weekend. So now Twitter thanking the fans, of course, for his time in Buffalo. 
I wrote an article about this this morning because it kind of it, it really puzzles me about him not being in the NFL. I mean, the guy is 29. He's under 30. He's 31 and 19 as a starter. Got a winning record. He's been to the playoffs. His rookie year, he was the offensive rookie, co-offensive rookie of the year. He's been to a Pro Bowl. He's won comeback player of the year. How's a guy like this who single-handedly won that Rose Bowl, beating USC, has all this talent, has skins on the wall in the NFL, how is he not able to make an NFL team, especially in Buffalo? And and, and as a backup, <laughs> that's the thing that I – you know, I have a Vince Young shirt with him kissing the trophy from the championship game that I don't think I can wear anymore, Rodney, <laughs> simply because of that. But, uh, you know, I, I was shocked when I heard the news. I thought – Vince was on a comeback year. You know, he was with Philadelphia last year. Uh, why he didn't stay there, I don't know. He, he'd been at a better place. But uh, I was shocked that he was cut. I, I don't know if something's going on with Vince Young or not. We know about what happened to him in Tennessee. So I don't think he ever bounced back from that. But the guy has a lot of talent. And I, I, I thought he was on his way back in. But I see now he's on the way out. And you know, Rodney, he's not the only one. Well, no, he's not. You know, but but let's just talk about him for a second. He's been cut three times so far right. from the no, three different teams. And of course, from Philadelphia. Now he's been cut from Buffalo. And, and I just don't understand it. I mean, it seems like everything kind of changed for him when um, Steve McNair passed away. Right. Of course, in the time of death for Steve McNair and, and him and Vince Young were apparently close to the time. But things seem to change then. I mean, he came back, he had a lot of fire up under him. But a guy with that much talent, you know, we, we've seen what he's able to do when he's really focused on what he has to do. A guy that's under 30, when you got guys in the league, you know, you look at how I'm long Brett Farr played or right. Kurt Warner played, and, and this guy's under 30, and I think he could still come out there and, and start for a team, let alone be a backup for a team. But you get traded for Tavares Jackson – I mean, they make a trade for Tavares Jackson after they cut Vince Young. Tavares Jackson is not better than Vince Young, in my opinion. So, no way. So it has, to, it has to be some type of mental thing, some kind of psychological thing. There's a guy not hustling practice. I mean, you know, you had a you had a perfect situation, like you said, backing up Michael Vick in, in Philadelphia. If any backup's going to play in the league, going to be the guy that backs up Michael Vick. And it's not hard to be a backup quarterback in the NFL. I've seen guys with less talent uh, that's been on the roster for years as a backup. But, uh, I, you know, i got to agree with you. I think it is mental or psychological. I don't know what's going on with Vince. I, I don't even know if anybody will pick him up now, you know, after this. Like you said, third team, uh, who, who wants him now? Well, that's my question. kind of, you know, first of all, you know, is someone going to take a chance to – pick him up, but it's just NFL career over. In my opinion, I don't think his NFL career is over. I think it's the team's going to pick him up and give him another chance. I can only hope he takes a chance and run with it. I mean, I like to watch the guy play, and I hope he get. I hope he finally gets his head together, gets in the game, stays focused on football, and, and really proves the people wrong. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. I hope he does. I, I hope he, you know, makes a comeback, somebody pick him up. Uh, I like to see him play. I'm like you. I'm a big fan of him. But, Rodney, Vince Young, I'm going to give you four names, 
and you tell me how these four guys are not in the NFL at all. I don't know if it's their fault or the league or something they've done, but you got Vince Young, Terrell Owens, Chad Johnson, and Plexico Brothers, four talented players that are not even in a league that were on potential teams or could have been on potential teams, not even in the league now. So which one gets the job first? I think Vince Young gets the job first. That's a good question. Vince Young gets the job first because he's, he's younger, he plays quarterback, I mean, if you're an old wide receiver and can't do it anymore, you just can't do it anymore. You know, and T.O. had his best situation in Seattle, dropping passes, having an attitude that's been reported in some of the the drills and things of that nature. That That's going to get you cut. You look at Tad Johnson. We saw Tad physically has lost a step. We can't do what he used to do. He's dropping passes. And when you're that age, you can't you can't drop passes. Plexico Burris, another another uh, another example of him. He was only good in the red zone. Couldn't really do anything else. Couldn't help the Jets out. And, and no team wants to take a chance on a guy like that. Well, I, I'm gonna disagree with you on this. I think Plexico gets a job before Vince Young. Having said that, because we've seen so many wide receivers just in the preseason go, that have gone down. Uh, two on the Cowboys. Two are starting. Uh, receivers on the Cowboys out right now. But, you know, that's a more likely position for somebody to get hurt sooner. Everybody now has a backup quarterback, uh, a potential backup quarterback. I think Plexico gets the job before any of them does. Well, let me ask you this. With all the people that have gone down, all the wide receiver spots that are available, how come Plexico hasn't had a, doesn't have a job yet? I thought Terrell Owens had been picked up, but Chad Johnson had been picked well, up. Well, 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 Terrell Owens had a job. Chad Johnson had a job. But Plexico hadn't tried. You know, nobody picked him up. Nobody worked him out. I think the guy still had talent. And out of all these guys, he's really the only guy that's faded that to society. His record has been clean. So he does get a fresh start with somebody. And I think it's all up to him. But, you know, if you had asked me this two years ago, that these four guys were not going to be in the league at all, I, would, I wouldn't have believed a word you were telling me. But it's a fact now, and I, I'm just shocked. Why do you think that is? Why are these guys not, you know, in your opinion, getting a, getting a chance to, to play? Well, let's look at three of these guys, the wide receivers. We know that's a diva position. Uh the three I name all have big heads, and they, a lot of it they brought upon themselves. But like, like I've always said, and we talked about all the time, no one person is bigger than the game. When you think you're bigger than the game, then you got a problem. Hmm. You think that's what it is? Yeah, I, I, we know Ter- Terrell Lawrence had a big head. We know Chad Johnson had a big head. Flexco made a mistake. <laughs> we know he did. He took a gun to a nightclub and shot himself. You know, but uh, I think it's just that position, man, the wide receiver position. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you're the go-to guy, you're the glory guy, and most wide receivers are cocky. Yeah, but I still think Vince Young gets a shot before any of those guys do. I mean, they're old. And, you know, they they, they, can't pl- they can't play anymore. Vince and, Young you know, still you got, play. And then Jones drew it out. Mike Wallace just came back. But, you know, this has been a kind of weird preseason. Well, John Drew, he, he's going to come back. He's got no choice. 
is going to, he's going to have to play for Jacksonville. I mean, he's got no choice. Even well, he, he, he wants to go somewhere else, he's got to come back and play. He he's, he's willing to sit out the whole season. We'll see about that. Yeah, I just I doubt that. I doubt that happens seriously. Let's talk about some other football real quick. Let's jump into the NCAA, which gets started this weekend. We finally get some organized football going on, along with high school football, which starts this weekend as well, too. Let me give you the top ten in the USA Today poll as it stands right now. i got LSU number one, Alabama two, USC three, Oklahoma four, Oregon five, Georgia six, Florida State seven, Michigan eight, and South Carolina nine, and Arkansas ten. That makes one, two, three, four, five teams in the top ten SEC teams. I guess SEC is still the dominant team, dominant force in college football. Yeah, and uh, it'll, it'll change after next week. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you know, they always play the soft schedules, you know. Yeah, that, that's true. And I, I, I can see LSU as being number one, but I guarantee you in two weeks that, that list is going to be totally different. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, the interesting thing was that Alabama is going to try to, was going to play Michigan uh, right off the bat. That's going to be, that's going to be a big game right off the bat for, for both right. of them. So I, you know, I'm interested to see the new alignments, and, and you know, you got some teams that moved up to different divisions, and a lot of them are not going to be ready for prime time players, and some are going to be ready for prime time players. So I'm interested to see, but I, I can agree with that top ten list, but I can also guarantee you this: in two weeks, it'll be totally different. Well, if Michigan can upset Alabama; it will be right, totally right. different. You know, it'd be yeah, totally I would take one win and one game. That's it. And, That's it. Right. To change the whole thing. So uh, let's hope these top tens win the first opening game. And, you know, that's kind of early to be judging it, somebody. I, I, I usually hold my judgment until midway the season to see. But uh, this is just people's opinions. There we go. <laughs> we know? want to thank everyone for tuning in to our short show tonight. Mary, t- catch us on Thursday night. Uh, same time, same way, 10.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on rsportsradio.com. we got a big announcement coming up uh, here in the next few weeks. want to get you guys stay tuned. We're actually uh, going to be doing some big, big things. It's going to involve a lot of our fans and listeners out there where you can be involved with not just our radio show but also involved with our network that we're building as well, too. So huge for that. And, of course, next Tuesday we have our special NFL kickoff show where we finally give our picks and everything and and I get to hear you pick the Broncos and all that good stuff. So And they so, look pretty good this weekend. So did your Dallas Cowboys. Dallas yeah. Cowboys I I gotta admit they look pretty good. I, I was uh, surprised I said they look pretty good. Listen, there's two things we gotta talk about before we go off. Okay? You know who gets a statue in front of in LA Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Do you think he deserves it? Yeah, he deserves one, but does he deserve one before Kobe is the question. Are you kidding me? I'm being honest. He was a 19 times he was an all-star. Six championships. Six-time MVP. 
And you and you think he changed the way centers play the game. Are you kidding me? I'm just asking the question, man. Does he deserve one? If if he gets one, did Kobe get one? Well, Kobe's career is not over with yet. That's not what I'm asking. I'm asking. Okay, I, I will say this. I think Jerry West should get one before Kobe. Well, Kareem got one. How come Kobe can't get one? You didn't hear what I said. I said Jerry West gets one before Kobe. Jerry West is the logo. I mean, he, he don't need a statue. Well, he needs a, he, he's got a logo. Why not a statue? But I think he deserves one before Kobe Bryant. And, and one more thing before we go. The top 100 basketball minds pick which clubs will have the most problems this season. You want to know what they are? Who they are? Go ahead. Number one was the Knicks. Number two was Orlando. Number three was Sacramento. Number four, and I was surprised by this, was Chicago Bulls. Number five was the Phoenix Suns. I can see why they don't have Steve Nash anymore. And the sixth team was Philadelphia. And then the number seven spot was the Dallas Mavericks. Do you agree with that list? I absolutely disagree with that list. Absolutely disagree. Knicks are not going to have that many problems. Philadelphia won't, the Mavericks won't, so they're going to surprise a lot of people. And no, no, I don't agree with that list at all. Well, at you, all. You, you, what about Orlando? They should be number one. <laughs> well, they're number two. The they Knicks are number, number one. one. And these they are supposed to be one. the top 100 basketball minds. It couldn't be because they didn't ask up. Yeah, absolutely. So That's we'll come I'm up with saying. our list next week. How about yeah, that? Yeah, we'll come up with our list next week. Until then, we thank everyone for tuning in. Sports Talk from a fan's perspective. You're tuned in to RF Sports Radio, rfsportsradio.com. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 